I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Well, yeah, that's the funny thing. What does it all mean? Because I was looking at the press release obviously and I saw the visual clip on the Everman website and I was thinking last week could I play this on the radio and if I played it without the visuals what would people make yeah. of it you know because mm-hmm. it's, it's such an unusual premise essentially Gary you're talking to yourself I am absolutely that's an easy thing to do I've been doing that for years <laughs> but I am and, 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 and it's, it, it was difficult I think, like it was, I don't even think it was a difficulty that we we overcame the last time we did it because it's it's a difficult thing to get our heads around in the performance of it. Mm. Do you think, John? Yeah, it is. Yeah, and we did do it in Callan's pub there two years ago, a year and a half, half ago, yeah. in the Midsummer Festival, and it was a feat of by by the three of us, by Joe, Gary, and myself, to get it ready and on in the short time in a heat wave in a pub. And with the so boat. With a boat. <laughs> in a boat. In, in a boat. Um, yeah, yeah. Yes. But this time we actually, so there's been like so many sort of, oh, like penny dropping moments this week, oh. getting to revisit it and go, that's why this and that's why this. So we, we could easily have given you the spiel about what the premise is a year and a half ago, but now I think we fully, yeah. Uh, we understand, understand it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, like, we're saying lines with the knowledge of why we're saying that. <laughs> that's handy. That's handy yeah. in fairness, like practice. No, but well, let's say a deeper understanding of why why we're saying them. And and it has been a hugely productive week. Like okay. we've 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 leapt or we've sure. advanced in leaps and bounds in terms of our own ownership of the play. All right, that's wonderful as an actor. But pardon the pun, I have to throw it in. Let's roll back. <laughs> and Joe, like. What is essentially the kernel of this play? Memory, I think, and the dissolution of it, the eventual dissolution of it into, into death. And that's what the character is about, because as you mentioned, Gary is essentially on the stage on his own. John is a younger version of him that he's having this argument with over the notebooks that remain from the great book he was going to write about the nature of the Irish sing-song, the Pope ah, sing-song. Okay. Within that is also held what actually happened in their lives up to a particular point. And, of course, from be- that point beyond, John has no idea what happened. So, therefore, it can only be resolved when the older self kind of admits to the younger self and they coalesce, I believe, is the word Gary used for it. Yeah, it, it, it's yeah. kind of... A, he, he's confronting memory in many respects in order to come to terms with the memory. But it's also, I think, and, and it's important to say, it's also a love story. Oh, OK. Mm. You know, because the, the clip that's online leaves so many threads of exploration possible. You don't know exactly what is happening with this particular character slash characters. Mm. And it, it feels very dark 
that clip that yeah. clip online. Whereas the clip that I know you're showing me in rehearsal seems to kind of echo a certain bar in Cork <laughs> with people being thrown out and that sort of thing. And, and that would, you know, kind of hint at the fact that there are great moments of levity in the memory as well. Because essentially your character is remembering a journey through life exploring sing-songs in pubs. Yes, and that's what he set out to do. And in that process emerges the love story. Yeah. And, and, and the interaction with John in the script the characters are called Yip and Nope. John would be Yip and I'm Nope. We, we never find out the characters' names. They're never mentioned. But Yip essentially is the younger, more optimistic. Yeah. Life is about to begin and there's hope and everything. Say Whereas yes. Nope is, is a more cynical, knowledgeable man who has learned perhaps bitter lessons mm. over the course of his life. He's trying to come to terms with them. Would you agree? Yeah, yeah. But it is really fun. Like, we, we have great fun in sitting in a boat singing songs, returning to, like, the great sing songs of the 1970s, which is when my character is kind of in the prime of his life. And Gary's character kind of gets drawn back into that as well. I mean, it's called Blackwater Babble. And I, I was only thinking, as you said that there, it suggests darkness because it's you know, even the word, even the name Blackwater. But there is a levity and there is a lot of humour and hope, yeah, in the dark kind of exploration of someone's memory, which, of course, is always going to be full of corners and recesses as well. Playing two versions or two ages of the same person would have been quite interesting in rehearsals as well, I'd imagine, then. You know, I mean, like, did you have to align certain characteristics and discuss that between yourselves? Or how different did you allow the younger man and the man burned by life become? All of that kind of emerged organically. Like we didn't set out with a with a with a plan mm. in mind. And to an extent, you know, I have a slightly different accent in the play to John's. In my head, that's fine because I have so many more years on him yeah. and been situated in a certain place. So it's it's time enough for me to acquire a different mm. way of saying things and a different accent. But no, I mean, whatever is there emerged organically, didn't it? Yeah, it did. I mean, we, we look like we wear slightly similar things or the kind of things that the same person might wear. Because it is, as Joe said about memory, so much of that is like invented on the spot anyway, as you know. And I guess logically, I'm fine with the fact that whatever version the older me imagines is the version that I'm playing right then. See, that's it. You know, how much of our memory is truth? How much of it is reconstructed, <clears throat> you know? All the time we reconstruct our memories and therefore we, you know, rewrite our own truths all the time. We do and we embellish our memories in order to be happier with them, I think. Yeah, that's that's so true. I mean, Joe, it's also called Blackwater Babble. You know, how significant is the fact that they're on a boat, on a river, that it's on the black water? Like, what's that? Well, I think a lot of that might be to do with the fact you'd actually have to ask ask Ronan Fitzgibbon to write her. (laughs) But I would imagine Ronan is from Cork, but he lives in Tremor in Waterford. And so he would make that journey quite a lot. And, of course, you cross the Blackwater every time you do it. I wouldn't say he's a stranger to an old country pub and a sing-song either. So I'm sure some of it comes from that. And I know from speaking to Ronan about this, and um, I worked on a... I did a rehearsed reading of one of the other plays, and he loves to create little worlds, little Mm. bubbles of existence. And that's, like, something that we're trying to mirror. It's one of the challenges we have is the, uh, the piece was written and originally produced to go on in a tiny little venue where the audience are right on top of you. Mm. Our challenge this week, amongst others, has been to make sure that it can breathe outwards and fill a space like the Everyman, like Garter Lane, like the Civic, like some of the other venues that we're going to. It's a great device, though, isn't it? Because, you know, I often think, you know, fly fishing and all those things, like, they're very solitary, you're alone with your thoughts, and being on the water 
being by water does make you reflective. It's literally mm. reflective, absolutely. you know. So absolutely, yeah. and like what we're hoping to recreate. That idea of f- fishing is actually a very good one because that idea of that little self-contained bubble that you're mm. in, and we're hoping to recreate that on the stage. Our set, as you can see here, is just it's the gorgeous. Bubbles, just the oh my god, a it's like yeah, of, a little bit of old pub detritus, which could look lost on a big stage, but if you look at that the positive way, when you bring a pool of light in around that, hopefully the whole audience mm. gets sucked into that little bubble. <laughs> okay, we are going to do a little clip from the play now, and again, this is older and younger man talking to themselves, talking to himself. I don't know how to say it, actually. <laughs> so what is, what, what's going to happen here? We're going to hear about a contested memory, just the beginning of the one character thinking that, oh, yeah, that was a great night, and the other one having, as often is the case, a different impression of the same event. And so they're about to try and find out who was, who, whose version is correct. God, he was a madman that night, though. Was that the night he nearly put Tom Sullivan through the window? <laughs> Did he? Did you? And the poor fecker only looking for a pint in the sleigh, Asking, like? Jesus. Was that that night? Or am I thinking of the fella from Cork? Which fella? The fella from Cork, the night of the lock-in. What lock-in? The lock-in. What are you on about? The fella from Cork, the night of the fight, the lock-in with Dahi and Rose. Are you serious? What? Are you joking? Do you not remember? I have no idea what you're talking about. Did you not write it down? Here. What are you at? Is this all there is? Well, how's about you tell me? 